This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, uh, I miss my mom. How many moms are honest when you say, oh, who's your favorite? Well, they always say, oh, they all are. My mom would say my younger brother, Dave. And she had no problem saying that. I loved her honesty. You know, usually when, you know, you get older, you can be more honest because you're older and you don't care. Like my mom was like that for as long as I can remember. She was just honest. She'd call up, you know, I'd do sports center. And she'd call up and say, she'd leave a message because I was still on the air. Just call and say, I, I didn't like that tie tonight. I'm like, okay, yeah, but she would be honest with you. Who's your favorite uh, child? You have six of them. Ah, uh, Dave. Dave is. I go, how? She didn't even pause when I said, you know, when I, you could ask her, oh, they're all the same. I love them equally. Nope. She loved my brother, Dave. Oh, got a busy hour here. Bob Baffert is set to join us. And uh, certainly in the crosshairs, the Kentucky Derby champ Medina Spirit has, uh, well, tested positive and now on the verge of maybe being DQ'd. So Bob is set to join us here momentarily. Reggie Miller will stop by. Are the officials targeting Luca. Are they not keeping an eye on Zion Williamson and how he's officiated and the greatness of Steph Curry? We'll talk to uh, Reggie about that. That'll be coming up. More phone calls. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at uh, danpatrick.com. Twitter handle the DP Show. Say good morning to Peacock. They carry the show. And uh, make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter. Got some new t-shirts on there as well. And some uh, great Father's Day suggestions coming up. Russell Westbrook is on the verge of setting a very impressive mark. At least, I guess he is. He tied Oscar Robertson for the most triple doubles in NBA history. I think we're triple doubled out, but 
it's still a big deal. He had 33-19 and 15 assists, two blocks, and went over the Pacers. That's an incredible stat line. But we've gotten used to this with Russell Westbrook. I think we're comparing Russell to Russell, and I'm talking about Westbrook. Ever since he won the MVP in 2017, I think we've viewed his accomplishments differently because, well, he hasn't had much postseason success. And you can't say that he hasn't played with good players because he has. And that's the flaw. That's the one big flaw that I have with Russ. He is fascinating. If you're a fan of the show and you know I've said that's one of the guys that I would pay to watch. He dominates the ball, but he's got, he's got numbers here. I don't, I don't care what your numbers are. I, I just want to know. Like, I, don't, I didn't care what Magic Johnson's numbers were. I just knew, okay, those 19 points and 11 assists, they're going to come when I need them the most. Not, hey, I just roughed up Cleveland. Like, I want to know what you're doing deep into the playoffs. And I think that's, if, if there's a knock on Russ, it's that. Now, he's not a good shooter. He's a scorer. But winning a playoff series is something that is important, I think, for Russell Westbrook. And I think they're a dangerous team, believe it or not. Because if you get Westbrook and Bradley Beal, maybe you can make some magic happen in the opening round. It feels like they would be a tough out just because of those two. But the whole triple-double, you know, as amazing as it was, is, it just feels like, when's the last time you went, wow. Oh, my God, you had a triple-double. But, it, but it, you know, when he had over 20 rebounds, that's what caught my eye. But, he had, you know, 24 assists. Like, it, these are crazy numbers. But if you look at the scoring, scoring is up exponentially. If you're averaging 24, 25 a game, okay. Like, that used to be a big deal. Not as much now. Yeah, Paul. I was thinking about, you just said Magic Johnson, 1911. You go back, prime Magic Johnson with the Lakers, he was averaging like 17 and a half and 13, yeah. 18 and 12, yeah. 19 and 12. Then when Kareem left, he kind of got up a little bit. And he, there was a season where he averaged 24 points and 12 rebounds and six assists. But that was his best, 24 points a game. Yeah. If someone was doing that today, someone would be like, oh, 18 and 12, they'd be considered a really good point guard, but not a scoring punch. I wonder how Magic would be viewed now. Like, how would his game be in today's game? You know, he'd be shooting more threes. Uh, but he would average more assists. I mean, he was just, he walked on the floor and you had a, a mismatch. That, that was what was great with Magic. You know, when you, there was a time, believe it or not, where I said publicly, I would take Magic over Michael. And, and it's because I, I said Magic is going to lead my team. He's going to run my team. He's my 6'9 point guard. Now, was Michael more talented? Yeah, more explosive. But, Man, it, there's, there's something, there, it was something comforting knowing that your point guard was a, you know, could lead everybody. He could score if he had to. Uh, Magic could dominate and didn't have to score. Like, Michael couldn't dominate if he, if he didn't score. But Magic could dominate. He could take over a game. Michael was a great defender as well. Yes, McLevin. I always thought Isaiah Thomas could have scored 30 a game if he wanted, but he always put his game to the side. To help other guys. Whenever he did score a lot, I think the track record is his team didn't win. Isaiah would have personal grudge matches. I think he had one against John Stockton, and he tried to embarrass John, and that's when Carl Malone hit him with the elbow. 
But Isaiah would get into those one-on-one battles, and I think he had a losing record when he was scoring you know, upwards of 30 or 40 points in a game. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Dan, you're right. Isaiah Thomas, his second year in the league, he was 23 points a game, which is pretty high end back then. But then he kind of cooled down to like 20 and 10, 20 and 13, but he was always in that, that 20 and 10 mix. Yeah. But, you know, Russell Westbrook has had a Hall of Fame career, and he's on the, uh, on the list, top five. Top five uh, point guards of all time. We started the show. We talked a little bit about what's going on with the Kentucky Derby winner, Medina Spirit, uh, accused of uh, using an anti-inflammatory. Bob Baffert is the uh, the great trainer for that horse and uh, won a couple of triple crowns, won the Kentucky Derby uh, seven times. And Bob uh, joins us now. Bob, thanks for joining us. What have you been accused of exactly? Um, I've been accused of uh, my horse tested positive for a uh, legal therapeutic uh, medication. It's called beta-methasone. And uh, it was 21 picograms, which is, we call it contaminant levels. Um, It's a a picogram. They're testing at these really low levels last few years. And so it's been a problem in racing. But the the really troubling thing is... uh, Dan, is that the horse has never been treated with that uh, specific drug. So we're, we're at a loss for uh, words trying to figure out how he got, conta- got contaminated because at those levels, they call it contamination. Okay. Once you find out what has happened, do you do you know, inventory with your staff where anybody could have possibly administered this to this horse without your knowledge? Well, usually it's that, that, that specific drug is usually, uh, it's, it can be injectable, but uh, the horse wasn't injected with that. So we're, we're going through different, we, we check, make sure that nobody had any special creams. You know, I'm learning about it right now, uh, but nobody, nobody that handled the horse that handled the horse uh, had any creams or anything like that. So we're, we just don't know where this came from. Do you think you've been sabotaged? I think, I don't know if I was sabotaged indirectly. I think it could have been somebody handled this horse, touched it, because at those levels, it's very minute. It's it's at a level that it wouldn't affect the horse. And it's scary. They're scary levels because I've had this uh, this problem before. When did you find out that this inquiry was going on? I was on my way to uh, California on, um, was it Friday? Saturday, Saturday, I mean, and um, I got a call from my assistant trainer, uh, Jimmy Barnes in uh, Louisville, and he told me something horrible has just happened. And I thought one of the horses had gotten hurt. And he says, we've just been served with that. Our horse, derby horse tested positive for beta-methasone. And I immediately, you know, called the, the stewards there and want to know what's going on. This is not something's not right. Uh, it's got to be. And I, I told them they need to test get hair samples immediately. Let's get some DNA. This has to be a mistake. And it still could be. I'm hoping it's a mistake. Maybe it was a wrong horse or whatever. But, uh, you know, uh, it's something that I've got an investigation team working on it. But uh, it's horrible, uh, Dan. It's something that uh, I would, you know, I would never risk my reputation. And I trained for, you know, the great horses and, and I train for great clients and it's just, it doesn't make sense. And, but it's hard to, you know, people in the horse industry, they, they, they understand, you know, it, it's BS, but not the public. How beneficial would this drug be to that horse? 
at that level, it had zero effect on the horse. We're talking picograms. It's like it's one picogram is a solid grain. It's, it's a billionth of a gram. Are you going to uh, run the horse in the Preakness? Well, we're planning on it. Uh, we're waiting to hear from uh, uh, Preakness came out with a statement. Churchill Down came out with a really harsh statement. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was shocked by it um, because, uh, you know, I think it was just a knee jerk cancel culture kind of reaction. And uh, and they violated my due process. I mean, this usually when these when you get a positive ban, it's it's supposed to be confidential and they wait for your split to come back and usually takes a few weeks and then then they they announce it. But it leaked out immediately. I've had this happen to me a couple of times. It, they just leaks out immediately. So it, I, I now now I have to fight this in the public. When do you get the second result back? They usually come. It usually takes about three weeks for it to come back. Three weeks. Yeah, that, that's it's a it's a very slow process. But will the Preakness I, allow you if if they don't you don't have that second test back? Well, they, they should allow me because the horse is not officially it has it's got to be it has to be confirmed if yeah. there was a mistake. So basically, uh, they they really can't you know they they can't they shouldn't you know keep them from running. Can you sue to run in the Preakness? Uh, I think there's some some. We're looking at some avenues that, you know, if they do come up and say something, you know, we're going to we're going to be aggressive here. But if if you talk to the casual sport fan here, Bob, who doesn't know horse racing, they probably say, well, you've got some priors here that that you've had other incidents with horses. So what what do you say to the casual sports fan looking at the or even people in the horse racing industry here that there have been other horses who have failed drug tests? Well, I think a lot of them were just, uh, uh, mis- you know, mistakes like this is from 1971. You know, down the road, I used to be a little sloppy and there were overages. They weren't they, nothing really uh, serious. And the last uh, couple of years, I've had some like Justify was the big one. He had he ingested uh, scopolamine, which it comes in the hay. I hadn't I couldn't prevent that. And we resolved that. It was it was a bad headline. Uh, I had a a groom that urinated. At, he had COVID, and after he's getting over, he urinated in the stall, and the horse ate it. It was a cough uh, medicine. We resolved that. Uh, you know, things like that happen because they're testing at these really extremely low levels. This, this would not have been a positive in California. You know, that that's the thing with racing. They're, it's not uniform, and they just change these rules here in Kentucky because of that. Because of those. Those levels, things can happen. Then in Arkansas, I had uh, a lidocaine positive last year and one of my, uh, in the Arkansas Derby and another horse. And then we found out that we just resolved that because there was other horses that tested positive in the Arkansas Derby that were right below the threshold. So they got contaminated within 45 minutes of the race. So these things happen, because, but when they're testing at this new level, they just started this because everybody's like, you know, racing has been in this, we've got to clean up the sport and they've got this new horse racing integrity act. And, and I was one of the guys, first trainers behind it. So I think it's good. Let's, we need somebody in the we. I welcome like a Travis Tiger to come in and, and, and see this and to explain to the people, if we had them, then the people say, well, you know, if they're looking at it, we, we need people like from the outside looking in because the regulators that we have right now, they just don't use common sense. You know, it's, it's getting really bad. Where's the horse right now? The horse is actually in a van headed to uh, 
Preakness uh, to Pimlico. Uh, we usually fly them there, but the uh, the the cargo company uh, just lost their lease, so uh, so they 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 had a van there. So this is the first time I ever van there. I think it takes about ten hours. Is there sabotage though in the industry? Like you're you're saying, you could be like, is there people? Are there people out there that are that are trying to taint these well, these drug tests? I'm I'm starting to. I've never been a conspiracy theorist, but I'm starting to suspect it. It's been happening to me on a, on the big day, you know. And so, and we have really we have the security. We're watching them. I mean, these horses live. They don't live in a bubble, you know. Their environment. There's there's stalls. It's open. You know, it's people can walk through and, you know, at any time. And we don't really, you know, we're not thinking. But it just it just seems really strange now that here's a horse that didn't get that specific drug. He was not treated with that. And it's, um, it, you know, it, it's it's that's what that's mind boggling right there that somebody either had it contaminated him somewhere. So I, I, we just don't know that. I, I hate to speculate, but I, I, we don't know. What do you think happens today? What are you working on today? Today we're working on uh, on, on Maryland on like uh, the Preakness. We're trying to figure out uh, they're going to have the draw. They're supposed to, I guess, notify me. I haven't been told anything. You know, uh, I just know what you what we read. So I'm just waiting to hear my. Uh, I have a my lawyers you know, watching it closely, what's going on. And so uh, the, um, that's all we do is sit and wait. Uh, if officials are watching right now from the Derby or Preakness, what would you say to them? I would say, you know, I didn't, I didn't administer that. The horse didn't get my, I'm an open book. I'm a hall of fame trainer. I've had a lot of success and a lot of people are out there, you know, just, they don't like it. You know, that's part of the, the part of the game. I understand it, but I didn't do it. And uh, it's just, it's, they need to look at this in a different way. It shouldn't have been called a positive and they know it's a contaminant level. And we've been dealing with this. And I keep saying, you know, racing has a lot of problems, but Bob Baffert isn't one of them, but um, you know, with success comes a lot of um, jealousy and animosity and, uh, but I'm an open book. I'm going to be, I'm very transparent. They, they look at all the vet records. We, we present everything to them. I've, I've never, we're an open book. Bob, thanks for joining us. Uh, good luck with the challenge there. We'll certainly be uh, watching. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Dan. That's uh, Bob Baffert, the uh, hall of fame trainer and still waiting to see if they'll be able to uh, enter the horse at the Preakness. You just got to sit and wait. Very interesting race this weekend, if or if not. Um, Reggie Miller will join us coming up here. Yeah, Paul. This is a tough one because if it's going to take three weeks to find out if the result is right or wrong, do you not let the horse, Medina Spirit, race this weekend or let it race? Well, if you want attention to the race, but then you run the risk of, do you then have another situation where you've won two legs of the Triple Crown and now... You know, you may have to take away two things here. And vice versa, that you didn't yeah, let an innocent horse well, and his training staff compete. All right. Wow. Let me take a break. Reggie Miller in the on-deck circle. Talk to Reg. We'll take a break. It's uh, 19 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. 
Oh, American financing. Boy, I love talking to these people a couple of weeks ago because they said, look, tell your audience you could save a couple hundred dollars a month if you act now. Uh, American financing. All it does is take a quick call. You get a free mortgage review. No pressure, no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. They don't do that kind of stuff. That's just they're mortgage consultants. They want to get to know you and how they can help you. And once they understand your goals, they explain custom loan options that can save you up to $1,000 a month. You choose what makes sense. And then they make it happen after that. Mortgages don't get much better than that. Find out how much you can save. You call 866-574-2500. 866-574-2500. Or you can visit them at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLS Consumer AmericanFinancing.net. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. 
Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I don't know if I know more or less after having Bob Baffert on, but that's a full denial. That's for sure. Uh, Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer. Turner Sports is not going to know what uh, game Reggie's going to have until later today. So uh, we'll just have to sit here and wait with Reggie to find out where he's going to be coming up here. Uh, how was the weekend? Uh, happy belated Mother Day yeah. to you and yours and all my Danettes and everyone, our viewers watching or listening abroad and at home. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, well, because you got the uh, the newborn there, so it little... made it even extra. It made it just that bit extra special to uh, to celebrate Mother's Day. I'm I'm very lucky. All right, I got a couple of questions here. Let me start with with Steph. Something that you uh, are are well versed in. These shots, degree of difficulty here, Reg. Like, I it's hard to say that I'm. I, I'm surprised or amazed when I tune in to see Steph. I, I would have thought I've seen everything. How, how do you describe this run that he's had here uh, in the last month or so? I'm surprised and amazed. That's what I'm going to say. And this is coming from a guy who I felt that I've seen everything. Yeah. And I agree with you. The degree of difficulty and time and score when he's making some of these shots it's sometimes head scratching and you know for a guy who put a lot of time and effort into my craft hours and hours in the gyms shooting different shots from different locations um you know being off balance um having contact shooting shots i know how difficult it can be he has made it look like it's like he's shooting a free throw and that's what makes people like myself somewhat amazed because I know how difficult it is. So I, I am amazed. And people ask me about MVPs. He won't win the MVP, but in my opinion, he should be in the top. He should be in the top three for what he has done and what Golden State has done. No one really has, especially when Clay went down, everyone thought this was a, a straight line to the lottery once again. Give Steve Kerr and staff credit. And I give Draymond Green and especially Steph Curry a lot of credit for hanging in there, playing with a young team. You lose your second round draft pick, James Wiseman, a month and a half ago, and you have still found a way to be competitive and you're in the playoff hunt. It, it's amazing what he is doing. And if you get in that play in game with the Lakers, 
Like, that's really flirting with danger if you're the Lakers. Um, it is. You know, Especially against a player like Steph. Yes. Who can get hot, and it doesn't matter if he's at home or on the road. His ability to make shots. Okay, but the Lakers take down the Suns. I don't know how important that game is. I don't know how big it was to you, but just... You know, we we keep thinking that the Lakers and Nets just go into the playoffs and then everything's going to be fine. You've had, I'm guessing, an injured ankle before. Like, those don't ever, it doesn't feel like they go away. And all it takes is you roll the ankle again or, you know, Anthony Davis gets injured again and then you're out for three or four games. That's, That's how you get knocked off here. You want rhythm and chemistry at this time of year, especially going into the playoffs. And... Let's face it, injuries are a part of the game. We get it. Um, And I I look at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got right. They got healthy at the right time towards the end of the season when everyone was getting banged up. Tom Brady and his gang of Warriors got right, got healthy, and started to click and play at the right time and onto the Super Bowl, and they win it. And – it's not a light switch. Basketball is not a light switch you can turn on and turn off. You have great talent. Don't get me wrong. That's Lakers. When whole, when healthy, my opinion, they're the two favorites. But you've got to have some type of rhythm and you've got to have some type of chemistry going into the playoffs. I think it was a huge win for the Lakers for their psyche. Yeah. Because everyone's talking about playing and I still think once LeBron comes back, they will be better, but it's not a light switch. And like you said, you are messing with danger because of the way Steph, if they end up playing Golden State in that playing game, remember, I mean, that one loss, that that can prove a lot of things. And Steph can get hot and put up 50 on you in a heartbeat. So you've got to be careful and you've got to try to find a way to get that rhythm and chemistry going. We were talking about Russell Westbrook, that he's on the verge of breaking Oscars record for triple doubles in a career. I was wondering how magic Johnson would be in today's NBA. Oh my God. But he'd be shooting more threes though, right? Reg, he'd be shooting that set shot three. He probably would be, but think about that. It's six, nine, a six, nine point guard. Um, When there's no hand checking and freedom of movement, that's the two things taken from the eighties and nineties basketball versus the 2000s, freedom of movement, being able to, you know, not hand check and you can float anywhere you want. Magic Johnson playing downhill every time there's a missed shot. I think he would have been brilliant. Yeah, because he had a couple of years. I think he mostly averaged like 24 one year when Kareem was gone, but he was like a 19 points, 11 assists guy. And, and that's where we get caught up in stats and people say, you know, Russell Westbrook is maybe the second or third greatest point guard of all time. I want to know what my point guard does when I need him to do, you know, what it is a point guard's supposed to do. John Stockton, you know, what did he average? 15, 14? 15 or 16. Yeah, like, but what did he do when he needed to do it? That's what Russell hasn't given us. Westbrook is a, you know, statistical anomaly. It's just when he's been on a big stage, he hasn't performed. That's where I always say that's the difference in being a, Great point guard and one of the all-time great point guards. Russ is fascinating to watch, but can you do this on a big stage? And maybe the pressure's off because Washington is not a great team or high expectations, but him and Bradley Beal in a, in a short series, 
they could be, I mean, they could probably, uh, you know, steal a series from somebody. Hard out, hard out with those two guys yeah. because both guys, they can win you ball games and it's always going to be a dogfight and a struggle. And look, you know, people always want to knock Russell because of the triple doubles, you know, and it's almost, what have you done for me lately? We know that you're putting up these numbers, but you're in the ninth or 10th spot in the East. But I, I say that to these people, I would much rather want to have a guy who's ready to run through a brick wall, like Russell Westbrook, who gives you effort on every single play. Does he have flaws? Absolutely. But playing hard is the number one thing that you don't see a lot of great players do. A lot of great players have talent, but they don't play hard all the time. And it's true, Russ though. Plays, <laughs> he does. Russ plays too, too hard. hard. <laughs> Sometimes he plays too hard, right? I know. <laughs> he plays too hard. I know. Slow down. I know. I would much rather have Russell Westbrook than a lot of these other guys that take plays off. He's Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer, Turner Sports NBA analyst. Um, the Pelicans, David Griffin, got fined $50,000 talking about how Zion is officiated. And I, I gave a couple of stats here on him that nobody has had their shot blocked more than Zion. 131 times he's had a shot blocked this year. But nobody scores more in the paint. Like he's three, he's 300 points, I think, more than the Joker and the Greek Freak. So he gets in. Like he's a smaller version of Shaq. I, I don't think they know how to officiate him here, Reg. But Zion, to his credit, did say, I hope I get to the point where I get those calls. He didn't criticize the official. Now he's got a broken finger here. How do you officiate him? And is it similar to the way Shaq was officiated? Somewhat similar. Uh, I think with Shaq, Shaq was so much bigger than everyone else and so much more powerful it, it almost wasn't fair. And I, I think what David Griffin and the Pelicans and to Zion's credit, what they're doing is just planting a seed for years to come because until he develops that outside jump shot, and you and I, we've talked about this on this show many of times, if they can't solve what he's doing in the paint, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think all he wants to do is plant seeds in the official until he gets a jump shot, because that's the only way really he's scoring is in the paint and that's driving. And the reason why he gets his shot blocked the most is because that's where his bread and butter is. That's where his candy land is, is in the paint. So of course he's going to get his shot blocked more because he's not taking jump shots. He's shooting in the paint. And I wonder what would you, what would you tell him to work on? I would have him, Number one, a face-up from 15 to 18 feet, a catch, and a couple jab steps to freeze the defense and to knock down that shot, or a one-dribble left or a one-dribble right pull-up jump shot. Because then you're going to have the defense guessing. Because after that, we've seen his first step. His first step is unbelievable. We've seen his spin move after his first step. He likes to go left, spin, and then bring up, you know, the arms up. That's probably where, where he got a broken finger because he exposes the ball. What I would do, one dribble, pull up left. One dribble, pull up right. Now you keep the defense guessing. Now you can work on your spin move and you have the defense at your mercy. 
We also talked about Luka Doncic that uh, he got tossed, you know, in the game against Cleveland for the uh, the flagrant. But uh, the technicals are a really big concern for me because star players can't they can't be baited. They shouldn't be baited. And here's Luka with 15 technicals. Dwight Howard's the only player with more. He's got 16. Uh, so, what advice would you give Luka Doncic on trying to avoid getting involved in these and complaining? Well, here's the thing, because I was a complainer, and I... (laughs) That's why I'm asking you. (laughs) A small complainer. (laughs) You never want to put your team in jeopardy, because they didn't have, when you got a certain amount of technicals when I played, you got suspended the game. That would hurt the Mavericks. That would hurt your team. So you can't put yourself in that position. Uh, You know, look, having played for Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle goes to bat for his, his players. And I would go to, if I'm Carlisle, I would go to Luca and say, look, let me handle the officials. Let me get tossed. Let me get on them. Because what he's doing now, um, over time, could eventually hurt his team. Because every play, it seems like when he doesn't get the call, number one, he's in the backcourt having conversations with the official while the play is going on. And he's doing his team a disservice by not getting back, getting back into place. Because you have players who are irritants. You know, that's that's their Patrick. That's their job. Yes. But Luca can't let let, Rashid Wallace. You played against Rashid. It felt like anything bothered Rashid. Uh, Draymond Green is is baitable, it feels like. And and great players, you you have to use it as motivation. And uh, it doesn't feel like Luca does that. And the, and the type of game he has, think about this. Luca has the basketball for the Mavs, I would say, 85, 90% of the time. Your game can do your speaking for you. If you think a player is baiting you or trash-talking you or whatever, you've got the ball in your hands. You're calling all the plays. Take it out on them and their team. You can't get caught up in words. Take it out with your play. Embarrass them. That's how you get your payback. What was it? Uh, last Friday was the anniversary of your game against the Knicks. Eight eight points in nine seconds. Yes, it was like it was yesterday. Did did the Hall of Fame ask for anything from that game? I believe they asked for either a jersey or my shoes, which they have. I gave it to them. Yes. Where are the socks? I don't know. In, in a laundry bin. See, I would like the <laughs> socks. That that would be great. How many items? Does the Hall of Fame have of yours? Shoes, a full jersey. They probably have a game basketball, wristband, and that's it. But those are all based off of what? So the one game at the Knicks. Yeah, certain games performances, like that game, um, the Jordan hitting the shot over Jordan. I'm sure they asked for something. Look, it's an honor when they call and say, hey, you know, we're thinking about displaying this at the Hall of Fame. Um, so, of course, you, the Pacers send it off, which was cool. I think those two games are the, are the two things where they've asked for stuff. But you see Greg Anthony, right? All the time. Yes, you see Greg Anthony, and Greg is the guy who was trying to guard you, and you kind of nudged him, and he fell to the floor. I'm glad and... you said it. The correct word was nudge. Yeah, you nudged. Incidental contact. But, but do you... Can you bring this up or does, would Greg Anthony ever bring this up to you that you'd. It's funny. You know, I've called a couple games with Greg and uh, we'll see something during the course of a game and he'll bring it up like it's 1995. 
like I shoved him out of a moving car or something. I'm like, great, <laughs> you were on your you were on your way down anyways, my friend. So my, my incidental contact shouldn't have really even mattered a little bit. But I just like, you know, when I went like that right away, I thought I was going to get the call. But when I didn't hear a whistle, and Anthony Mason, I'm telling you, God rest his soul, he threw me the best pass Mark Jackson never could have thrown me. <laughs> I mean, it hit me right here in my pocket, right in my shooting pocket, right into my – I mean, one dribble behind the three, it was it was launched. Anthony Mason was scary. Scare that Knicks team was scary. I mean, people want to talk about the bad boys, and rightfully so. Some of those some of those characters on the bad boys were a little loose. <laughs> Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason, I mean Greg Anthony, uh John Starks, a lot of these guys had screws loose too. <laughs> Thank God I had my Davis boys who weren't all there. Uh LaSalle Thompson yeah. wasn't all there. Sam Mitchell, not all there. So we could kind of like go toe-to-toe with the Knicks. But Anthony Mason was a scary dude, man. Who was the guy that you worried about after a game that you played against? Two, and I love him to death. Vernon Maxwell, who's one of my good friends. <laughs> Mad Max. Mad Max. Because you didn't know if he was going to come into the locker room and ask for an autograph or if y'all were going to be scrapping in, in the middle of the visiting team's locker room. And Alvin Robinson. Ooh. I mean, Alvin, I, I knew after my rookie year when John Long came to me and said, never. And I mean absolutely never, Reg, say a word to Albert Robinson. Just let him play his game. If he fouls you hard, just say, good. For, don't, eat, don't even look at him because he, his eyes are steely black. Don't even talk to him. So I, you didn't know what you were going to get between Alvin and, and Mad Max. Well, you Love know, them both. Mark, Love them both now. Mark Jackson tells that story about Alvin Robertson. You're playing dice. And he said they know he's cheating and everybody's afraid to call him on it because they were worried that Alvin was just not a guy you messed with. I, I love that. They they had to continue to lose money because they couldn't right. call Alvin on cheating. No. <laughs> he had loaded dice. <laughs> crazy. Just crazy. Oh, God. And you survived. I survived. I'm here speaking with you and my Danettes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so you got you don't find out your assignment until later today. I think it's either Portland at Miami, Ooh. or it's Portland and uh, the Phoenix Suns. But so you're not traveling yet. I'll be on. You're not one traveling. Not traveling yet, right? Not traveling yet. Remotely. Oh well, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still remotely people. I, I just saw where Duncan Robinson is in line for twenty million dollar a year contract. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Imagine no, if you're 20 years younger, Reg. I will never fault guys for making money. That's what this game is all about. The guys be fit or before me, they paved the way so I could make a living. And that's what we're, we did now for the Duncan Robinsons of the year. 20 million. Yeah. 
Pretty good. Or a shooter. Go get it. Thank you, Reg. Uh, Thank you, Theodore. I love you. Damn it! Talk to you soon. That's uh, the Hall of Famer, Reggie Aloysius Miller Jr. the third. We'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter. Well, 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Last call for phone calls. What we learn this day in sports history. Got a lot of things. Uh, let's see. Tim in Nebraska joins us. Hi, Tim. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, 6'1", 200. Mm-hmm. And uh, doing the uh, poll question, not really talking about it, but I think one thing, the 100 meters has always had a mystique. Like, if you had tickets to the whole Olympics, the one event you might want to go to is the 100 meters. And so I think maybe that's why Usain Bolt um, – Maybe you'd want to be with him or not. Um, best and worst of the weekend. Worst, uh, Tottenham Hotspur lost 3-1 to one to Leeds, so they're basically not going to finish in the top four, and they're out of the Champions League next year. Best is the Blazers were undefeated this weekend, including beating the Lakers Friday night. All right. Well, thank you, Tim. Yes, Paul. Dan, this is a place to you because you're a big Tottenham fan. Your boy for Tottenham? Harry Kane! There's rumors that they may be selling him. In the transfer market. Selling my Harry Kane. So he'll still keep the name, but you have a, may have a different uh, jersey. Okay. Kit. A kit. Harold right. Kane. Harold Kane. Uh, Bill in Florida. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind today? Good morning, DP. Good morning, and Bill. chat row. 63260. Best of the weekend. I took your advice, and I listened to Rex Chapman's podcast. Outstanding. Everyone should check it out. Oh, great. Yeah, I, I talked to Rex on Friday night for an hour, and uh, we just uh, we just talked sports and a bunch of things, but he's such a great soul, and the podcast is called Charges. Uh, what else do you have, Bill? Worst of the weekend, the podcast was sponsored by an investment company trying to get people to buy stock in cannabis. Oh, Okay. Well, thank you, yeah, That's know, not no. good. That, well, I got to talk to Rex about that. Thank well, you. it wasn't sponsored by Oxy. Well, I know, but it's about, <laughs> I mean, Rex had substance abuse issues. I mean, it is CBD, I'm going to guess. I mean, I use that CBD, the, you know, select. Yes, Seton. Yeah, I mean, if it's legal in many many places there it is kind of funny it's a little ironic yes that's what it is it's a little ironic it's ironic what uh, you think jesse in la hey jess what's on your mind adp calling to uh, get my best and worst but before i get to that you guys are awesome only on the dp show will you find talk of drugged up racehorses doing lines of the devil's dandruff so <laughs> thanks for putting that picture in my head because i was dying earlier um my best. Uh, on the way up to the final snowboard session of the season, I finished Wright Thompson's book, The Cost of These Dreams. Incredible writer. The yep. stories are great. And it was audio book, so he was reading it and made it even better. Uh, the worst, 
our Sacramento Kings look like they're going to extend the longest playoff drought to end the NBA to 15 years. I think I, I really don't know. I think after 10, I stopped counting. <laughs> is there any? Is there any hope for that? I, I, I don't yeah. know, Jesse. Thanks for the phone call. The the Devils dandruff. I'd never heard of that. <laughs> um, every year feels like this is the year for my Sacramento Kings. I think it's uh, 2005. 2006, that's the last time <laughs> our Kings made the... Was was Peja Stojakovic still there? Some of the people on the Kings the last time they made the playoffs was Peja, Bonzi Wells. Bonzi. Your boy Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Meta, World Peace, Mike Bibby. Corliss okay. Williamson was on the team. What uh, decade was this? That Corliss, Arkansas, Corliss Williamson. Whenever I would do a highlight, when uh, Sharif Abdul-Rahim, like whenever he, <laughs> I would always say his whole, his whole name when he was with uh, Vancouver. Yes, uh, McLevin. Oh, that Kings team with uh, C. Webb and Perry, they should have won the title. Weren't they robbed in a Donaghy game? Yeah, yeah, I think so. At least there's talk of that. Uh, final results of the poll question, McLevin. Uh, whose career would you rather have, Tom Brady or Usain Bolt? 84% now, Tom Brady. All right. Todd, what did you learn on today's program? Steph Curry, a much better three-point shooter when he dribbles at least 10 times before taking the shot. Crazy stat. McLovin. Uh, Bob Bafford mentions that pretty much anyone can walk through the stables. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were, there were a lot of uh, reasons, excuses, how his horses have tested positive. Uh, Seton O'Connor. I learned what a picogram is or whatever one trillion picogram. yeah uh paulie bob effort went with the old eddie murphy uh excuse hey wasn't me what we learned brought to you by mercedes-benz vans they go far beyond from their customization options cutting edge tech five-star sales service financial support crew mercedes-benz vans are built equipped engineered to be ready for anything go that extra mile taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today thanks for joining us fun show today <laughs> wild show have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out the show. Tax season's scary enough, but the IRS is actually issuing warnings now, watching out for so-called ghost tax preparers. These ghost preparers don't sign in as the paid tax preparer on your tax return, which could be a red flag that you might become a victim of a scam or refund fraud. That's why you have to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every single day, all that information we put at risk on the Internet, a cyber criminal could harm what's yours, your finances, credit, reputation, that's why it's great that there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they think your information has potentially been compromised, they send you an alert. Then you have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor transactions at all businesses, but keep what is yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code Patrick. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Go to LifeLock.com. Promo code Patrick for up to 25% off. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.